Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. Welcome to episode three of the Gray and Green Show. Rachel Gray and Jackie Green here. What's up? All right. I can't believe we made it to our third podcast. People are actually listening to us, which is mind I feel like we're legit because we're, th- we're three in. And we have 11 reviews on iTunes. Who knew? I love it. <laughs> it makes me, I like start to shake with excitement. Thank you. If this is your first time hearing the Gray and Green Show, we are two radio girls that work for the same station in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We started our own podcast. And this week we are talking about Jackie and I's addictions and vices. Yes. We actually, well, Jackie got a professional that's coming in the studio today. She's going to, I don't know, rate us. I don't know if you'd say that. Or like tell us signs of addiction maybe. Right. How to cure this problem. Right. So I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to talk about credit card debt. Okay. Shopping issues. Oh, yeah. Different vices that I have. I can't go to bed at night without NyQuil most nights. And I think that might be a problem. Oh, girl, I'm with you. But ZQuil. Yes, ZQuil or NyQuil. I mean, really, whatever's available at the drugstore. Um, (laughs) If I can buy it over the counter, it's going in my mouth. Yeah, so we're really excited to talk to Audrey. Audrey is a professional counselor, and she is going to tell us whether or not we actually do have a problem. Now, she's not here yet. Yeah, she's on her way, I'm sure. Yes, but I'm wondering, you think she's going to be uber serious? I don't know. I don't want to, like, we do not want to, we know addiction serious. Right. Let's say that. We know addiction isn't a joke, yeah. but we're talking about things that we have right. that we think actually might be borderline addiction, right? and we want to know, is it just us being frivolous, or is this addiction? Is right. this a so problem? If you smoke meth on the rag and you were like, oh, sweet, they're going to help me with my addiction problem, we're not. this isn't the show for you. No. Totes, no. Totes <laughs> we're going to talk about female addiction problems, vices we have in our lives. Jackie eats her feelings regularly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. So as soon as Audrey gets here, we will do that. Now, in the meantime, I think we need to ask a couple questions to you. Like, how was your weekend? My weekend was Didn't phenomenal. you have a big party this I weekend? I had a bachelorette party up north. We had um, my favorite thing. I bought this game called Dickheads. What? And it's a headband that has a rubber penis <laughs> on the top of it. So you wear it on top of your head. How is this your favorite thing? One's, like back off. One's black and one's white. And you throw rings at each other and try to get the ring around the penis. Well, I, Where do you buy this? Amazon, dude. Amazon for everything. Prime is my life. So this bachelorette party was for my brother's fiance. So her sisters were there. Her sister hit me in the face with one of the penises that was attached to her headband. Look at my lip. My lip was like bleeding. Can you? I don't know if you can see it. I can kind of see. Yeah, she whacked me in the face with a penis. Oh my god. (laughs) It was interesting to say. You got dick slapped. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do this weekend? I didn't get dick slapped. No. No, I Tell hung me, out. Damn it, Jimmy, get on it. <laughs> you know what I did do? 
I hung out with a baby. You hung out with a baby. I hung out with the baby. What did we do? Oh, we went to an apple orchard and picked apples. Oh my God. If you want to see Jackie Green's photo shoot with her baby. I know. Oh my Cell God. Cell phone photo shoot. Dude, that kid. She dressed her up like Belle from Beauty and the Beast to put he, apples around her. Yeah. Well, this is what happened. She got a helmet on Monday. This past Monday. Yeah. Because she's got flathead. That's a thing. It's a flathead thing. And they make you wear a helmet now. Well, they have to reshape it somehow. Yeah, but... And you got leopard on her helmet. She has a cheetah helmet. Well, I knew she had to wear the helmet, and she has to wear it 23 hours a day. So all the time, you take it off for bath time, and that's it. When does she... Wait, bath time she gets to take it off? Yeah, that's it. Damn. So I was like, well, I have this adorable bell costume for Halloween, and now she has to wear this cheetah print helmet. <laughs> I better take a photo shoot of her <laughs> oh with my, my cell phone. <laughs> so I took her to the apple orchard. I brought a bat. My girlfriend came with me with her daughter, yeah. and we brought like a basket and a scarf, and we're like, we're going to set it up like professionals. Oh, that's so But we cute. only had our cell phones, so people thought we were insane. Dude, that leopard helmet on your kid. I know it's annoying for you, but I think it's like the cutest thing ever. In fact, we'll put a picture of Greenlee and her leopard helmet up on the Gray and Green Show oh, yeah. Facebook page. Good by idea. the way, you can follow us on Twitter as well. Twitter, uh, Gray Green Show. Yep. And we have a website, thegrayandgreenshow.com. And Facebook, Gray and Green Show. And we are on iTunes. Duh. And we want more ratings on there. We need to get more ratings. Should we, we do 11. like some kind of prize? Like once we get to 25 ratings, we'll give away something. Should we see what we can snag from the radio prize closet? Oh, dude. We should totally Ooh, do that. Yeah, we should. So okay, 25 ratings. So right ratings. now it's a mystery prize. <laughs> but it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be really good. I don't know what it'll be. It'll be like season four of Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> They're only on season two, There's, Rachel. Do you actually watch that show? Yes, it's awesome. Oh, my God. Girl power. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm into superheroes, though. I can't though. do comic book stuff. Oh, well, that's why. You're losing. I know. Everybody <laughs> loves it. Everybody loves it. I can't do it. Well, that's cool. Teach their own. All right. Well, I'll find something better in the prize closet. You know, I'm going to have to raid that while they're out we'll of the We'll raid the prize closet for show. <laughs> show. All right. Our guest has made it into the studio. We have Audrey Litz here from Thrive Works. Hi, Audrey. How are you today? Hi. I'm good. Thanks for coming to our crazy podcast. Yes. <laughs> Talk. You're going to tell us if we have a problem. And I think maybe no. First step is admitting you have a problem. Right, and I know sure. that I do when it comes to spending money. I love to shop more than life itself, which is very sad. But Jackie and I both realize that we have this in common. We love to oh, blow yeah. money. We love to shop. And I don't have kids yet. You've got a baby to worry about. <laughs> I know. Well, she does, she's not going without. Let's let's get that out of the way. I'm I not, know. She's part of the problem now. Yeah. Now I, now I don't just shop for myself. I say in my head, well, Jim can't get mad if I'm buying it for Greenlee. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I think this it is serves as an excuse. Yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. It starts as an excuse. And my biggest issue with spending money and shopping, now that we have a professional in the room, right. is that when I have a terrible day, like let's say my morning show, my show was bad that morning, or something happened where with management, whatever, if I have a bad day, I will go to the store and spend a Two to three hundred dollars on clothes or shoes. But do you go in? This is a question I have. Do you go in knowing I'm going to spend two or three hundred dollars, or do you just go in and then feel better as you shop, and then you end up spending too much? No, I know what I'm going okay. for. I'm going to make myself feel better. Mm. So, oh, see, I do that. I think I'm just going to go walk around the mall. But I never. I always go in and say, "Well, I'll maybe get like one shirt." Oh no, I, I do that. I guess. Okay, I, yeah. yeah. I don't go in knowing there's a dollar sign attached to it. Right. Exactly. So if I'm using that to better my day, would you say that's a sign of maybe a little issue? Um, I, I mean, I, I can't diagnose you with anything, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. So, 
<laughs> well, okay, yep. So if we're using it as a coping skill, then yeah. it's probably not the healthiest coping skill. Right, for right. Sure. You know, like any other kind of addiction, if we're doing things that um, we can't afford to do, if it's causing a negative problem in our lives, then yeah. it goes from doing it in moderation, like anything else, to oh, I think this might be a problem. And that's true from everything to serious addiction, like gambling and alcoholism and Mm -hmm. all the way up to like what we're talking about with overeating Mm -hmm. and shopping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) gravy. Why did I just call you gravy? Keep it going. Who cares? You think I'm gravy. You think I look (laughs) just just like gravy. I my morning show partner's name and he's a pudgy ginger. You look nothing like him. You're much more attractive. I'm actually kind of irritated about this. (laughs) <laughs> gravy back to eating though jackie yeah, so it doesn't look like it because i know i'm relatively small you are relatively I, small it's actually I quite effing annoying i was on a cross-country scholarship in college so i run a lot of distance running and i don't know if i got into overeating then or not but i'm not just kidding when i say i overeat like mm-hmm. the other day i got a text on my phone from my husband i'm gonna pull this up for you yeah and it says babe did you really buy fifty dollars worth of pizza at Hungry Howie's last night? Damn, Jackie! What are you feeding five kids? What's got, going on? I had to get the specialty barbecue because that just tastes delicious. Gross and then, barbecue pizza. It's not gross. It's delicious. Okay. Uh, and then I had to okay. get a pepperoni green pepper because it's my favorite. And then I'm sorry, they sell brownies now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so typically I'll end up if I order pizza, I will eat five slices. I physically Man. hate how thin you are right and now. I you just actually said that. make myself sick a lot. What do you mean? Like, I eat so much that I don't feel good, and then I lay on the couch going, oh, Jim, I don't feel good. Jackie. And then he always says, why did you eat so much? All and right, I, oh, Audrey, don't know. let's unpack that one. <laughs> well, you know, like, first of all, from the physical standpoint of it, you know, it takes like 20 minutes for your body to realize, your body yeah. to realize you're full. I eat fast, That's too. the problem. I eat That's really the fast. The first problem is if you're eating way too fast, your body is like way overstuffed before your brain's like, oh, shoot. Like, stop. This, this is how bad it is. People know me about my eating so much that when I worked at Fox 17, I was on TV for a while. Everyone at work said, oh, Jackie eats like she should do that chili dog eating contest at the corner bar. She's so good. So I did. I tried it. I only got five hot dogs down. I couldn't eat anymore. And how much time? Like 30 minutes. But I don't know if that's, that's good or terrible. not. You're not supposed to eat 12. You're not in the Nathan's contest. But, but what it, I'm saying is people knew that about, like they thought, oh, she'll be able to do it. Because they've all seen me eat. Jackie, this is twisted. <laughs> I, I can't help it. 20 minutes for your brain to register that you're full. I think even I'm failing in that department. Well, that's why, like, that's the, one of the things they say if you're trying to lose weight yeah. is to eat slower and, like, drink water in between your bites and things. Because... That's like the first thing. Your body's full before your brain knows it's full. And then How do like you force yourself to slow down? Is there a tactic? We got to get you one of those dog bowls that have the springs in the middle of it so you work around. <laughs> oh my God, I hate you so much. <laughs> hey, Jack, you get your $50 on hey, hours. So put it in here. First you tell me, you, first you mix me up with gravy. And then, yeah, a guy who goes by the name Gravy. And then you're telling me to eat out of a dog bowl. <laughs> Okay, Audrey, back to Rachel's vices. <laughs> yeah, let's turn it around. Let's All get right. this turned around. So I have an issue where sometimes, okay, I'm lying. For the last 10 days, I've been drinking z to go to bed at night. And I have to get it up It says non-habit forming. I know, it says does non-habit mean, forming, but I feel like it's lying. Yeah. Honestly, I get up at 3.45 in the morning because I do a morning show on the radio station. And I, 
if I have my brain running, I cannot fall asleep. I read books to fall asleep all the time, but the sequel paired with the books, man, I am out in like five seconds, which is oh, amazing. Yeah. So we as like busy human beings are kind of way overloaded in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And we don't stop to think about taking care of our brain and a lot of times our body too. Mm-hmm. So um there's a lot of things that we could be doing and should be doing as people that would really make us feel a lot better. And we just, a lot of people I don't think don't know about it or don't think about it. And this is a, these are techniques too that you would use like if you went to see a therapist about shopping addiction or any other kind of addiction. So there's like three things that I like to tell people. One of them is mindfulness training. So mindfulness is the practice of being intentionally present in the moment. And a lot of people equate that. So the, the most, I guess the most popular example of that would be like meditation. A lot of people are super intimidated by yeah, the idea of meditation. I've already, I already made a face. You I just it. don't yes. think I could call myself long enough to do that. I'm so yeah. hyper all the time. So mindfulness training is literally where you stop. It's, I mean, you, you start by practicing it like 10 minutes in the morning really? and or at night. And what do you and, do? The goal of it is to put yourself in a position where you can let your thoughts flow through your brain without getting involved in them. So you're just kind of like sitting back like you're watching a river go by and letting your thoughts go by. A babbling brook, if you will. (laughs) That sounds hard. I don't know if I can do that. It takes practice. So like I have a little diagram thing here and I'll lean this with you guys. Okay. We need it. um, So it's. What it is, is it's learning to handle stressful situations in a way where you're responding to them and not reacting to them. Okay. So reacting to them is, I had a crappy day and I went to the mall and spent $200 to make myself feel better. Responding to that would be, what is a healthier coping mechanism for me having a crappy day? Okay. Like, so, I'm going to go for a run. Yes. Or I'm, okay. Let's not get ahead of I'm ourselves. We're talking about me. I'm not going <laughs> for a run. This is all about me, <laughs> Jackie. Well, and so. All right, mashed potatoes. Like, <laughs> I gotcha. Getting to know ourselves. Like, what, what are the things that work for us? I mean, I'm a big person that comes from the place of individual. You know, we're individuals. And right. what works for her is not going to work for you. And right. it's mm-hmm. not going to work for everybody. So. What are the things that are helpful to you and what calms you down? And part of that is getting out and trying things maybe that are a little outside of your comfort zone. I know like last year at this time, I was really interested in trying yoga, which I had not yeah. done. And I'm like super intimidated. That shit is hard. People, yes, little outfits is. and the whole thing, super intimidating. Did you do oh, it? Yeah. I did. You know what I did? You did hot yoga, which is Hell, but afterwards you feel amazing. You'd get in there. I'd I'd get in there like, like, no, get me out. Tight yoga pants and a t-shirt. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. And you get in, it's 94 degrees. But by the time it's done, it's 105. And I'm like just laying in child's pose like a carcass. smells warm fart. Not knowing what to do. over. I can't handle it. Right. (laughs) It's just terrible. I mean, it's good, but it's terrible. So the other couple things, like, so that's one. The mindfulness training is designed so that it's like an emotion regulation. So the reason that we shop or overeat or whatever it is that we do a lot of times it's because we have this void in ourselves that we're trying to fill yeah and we do it by filling it with things that are like that going out and doing the search for the stuff gives us this high Mm -hmm. right and then once you buy it you feel great Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times the remorse sets in afterward and then you have to do it again to get that same high and so we're as humans like we're chasing that a little bit all the time 
So if, if we can figure out a way through, you know, through therapy and through doing other things and learning about ourselves and how better ways to cope, the goal is, is that it comes from within. It's not something you have to chase outside of yourself. I guess I have a good question for you, Rachel, because this is something that I know for me. Did this start in adulthood or do you, can you trace this back? Like I can trace this oh, back to middle school for me. I can trace it back to before middle school. I've I have a always mom, been a shopper. My mom always loves to shop, loves to spend money. And when I was growing up, this is twisted. My mom would let me play hooky twice a year and, and we'd shopping. go shopping. We'd spend and spend and we'd, we'd buy, buy clothes. clothes and it was the most fun in the world, mama. I loved it. See, my mom, she, we didn't do that. She, I never went without. I always had was trendy, but we yeah. did not do that. When yeah. I got to college and discovered credit cards. Oh, they bad. prey on people oh. like you. This is a PSA for college students that are listening. When you get those things in the mail. Macy's is lying. That, they're you not can have five coach bags, but you will pay them back. That's the thing. These kids don't understand interest rates. They don't understand. Yay, I got a $10,000 right. limit. My best friend, Bess, she got a credit card. And then one day we were at Michigan State University. She gets a notice in the mail. And she goes, oh, my God, Rach, I just got five grand more on my credit card. And you're like, she no. She was thrilled. Oh, we went out and bought booze and Jimmy. No Jones big deal, right? Just got hyped. You lived we didn't the high know. life. Well, we were kids. We yep. don't know, and yep. they prey on people like that. I had a good friend in college who, her family was really, really well off, so she kind of just had money from them. I did not have that. I had money that I earned from Bennigan's working, you know, two dollars uh-huh. an hour plus tips. So we would go to the mall, and she would buy these like Kate Spade handbags and Coach watches, and just no big deal. Well, I always was like, I want a bag like that so bad. Well, one day Macy says, you can open a credit card and you'll get 20% off if you open it. So then you're saving $200. That's I got my Macy's know, $100. card. $100. So I got one. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of good bags, all right. People thought I had you great know. bags. They didn't know what I was paying each month for those bags. I remember the thing I bought for my Macy's card. It was a formal gown from BCBG that I wore. Done. I love BCBG. Yeah, but I got like... 25% off and right. that's why I opened it. But that's the thing. I mean, there's so many people credit card debt. Mm-hmm. You know, I have it. I absolutely oh, yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. It's not inhibiting my life. I can Same. still make my yeah. bills. My credit is okay. But there are people out there with serious issues with oh, these yeah. things. I mean, my husband works in mortgages. You discover so much. And that's the thing. I have a husband that's in finance. Oh, I know mine He's too. He's never really going to let things get out of hand. <laughs> but- oh, that makes it worse on me when it comes to my shopping and stuff because yeah. I'm like he's so smart about it and he'll say to me he'll kid talk me Jackie now I know when you buy a $40 top you think you got a good deal but when you buy five $40 tops right you didn't For and sure. I'm like oh that's probably a good point right <laughs> absolutely so Audrey tell me a little bit about Thriveworks because Thriveworks is right here in GR right yep Thriveworks is a um, a franchise group and we have locations all over the country um, but I own the location here in Grand Rapids. Hey, yeah. girl. Yeah. Get it, nice. Audrey. Right now. See, we have five therapists. Mm-hmm. And um, we we have two of them that specialize in addiction, actually. They have a special certificate that um, they see people with all different kinds of addictions. We've all had a lot of... Um, Actually, the other one that we've had a lot of lately is um, pornography addiction, which is really? Really? very interesting. Ooh, thing. what's a sign of that? Well, so if... Again, you can a lot of times trace it back to, is it negatively affecting your life? Right, right. So if that is a question that you can answer, there is a really interesting NPR story um, on with a guy who has a, now like a support group website called nofap.org. 
Oh no my God! Fair. No fail. Oh yeah. No, I can handle it. That's the greatest yeah. thing I've ever heard. What a phenomenal website! And I think, I mean, and he's he, a genius. And he was like somebody that suffered from this, like from his teenage years. Yeah, it was just such an interesting thing because it's shedding a lot of light, I yeah. think, on the issue and right. giving people a place to go to deal. But again, it's chasing that high and looking and looking and looking for the thing, and you have to have like more extreme sort of right videos to watch and so yeah. until you're getting into some stuff that you're like whoa and it kind of dulls your ability to enjoy it in real life so it's definitely right. is, a, is a problem for some people yeah and, um, I so. know people that should be listening to this right really? now really no fap. I feel like I probably know people that should be listening to this right now but I don't want I don't want to know Oh, really? I don't want to know who you are. Oh, I'm way too nosy for that. I want to know all about your business. Oh. So nofap.com. I think it's nofap.org. But you can... You it's can an, it's an organization. I think it's, I think it's a nonprofit. I, he started this website in terms of like helping people right. with, yeah. with this issue. There's a lot of people that have that, for yeah. sure. And so, um, but there's like tons of resources. So, any, so anyway, so Thriveworks, right. yes. We take all major insurances and we can typically get people in within like 24 hours. We see tons of couples for marriage counseling mm -hmm. um three of the therapists in our office see children so we do a lot of in myself included i'm a school social worker also by training so i've done a lot of work with behavior planning with kids yeah. and parents and we see all different kinds of people right. from all ages all walks of life um we try really hard to make it super easy um, and it's all this kind of thing's all anonymous so you don't need to be intimidated to go in right no exactly no. we kind of try to take a lot of the stress out of it you know it's a five minute phone call that they make they sign up for an appointment right then because people are self-conscious right yeah oh yeah nobody and wants to say i have to go that see i have someone. a problem which is weird because honestly I regularly think I should probably talk to someone. Do you I, think that we're better because we can recognize that there's probably a problem? Or do you think that that's not, <laughs> doesn't make it? That's well, actually a good question. I think that's legit. The first step is realizing it. Well, it's realizing, but it's also like, what do you want to do with that? Right. And right. so much of this, and I, you know, I, I said this to someone yesterday, it's your choice. Like, I believe that choice is the most powerful thing that we have as people. There's such power in deciding and choosing to change your thinking to change your habits to set boundaries on your right. habits mm -hmm. and to choose like to wake up every day and practice some of these skills and say today I'm going to practice mindfulness and I'm going to practice having positive thoughts and replacing unhealthy thoughts and all these different things it's like brushing your teeth every day like we have to decide right and so it's um and with some help like a therapist is kind of there to just to guide you along the journey we're not going to tell you what to do because that's not really our job right but right. for sure like i think that therapy is great for everybody at some point in their yeah. lives it's not a we have so many high functioning people that are just like stressed out mamas oh my gosh yeah, I have a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I'm right that up there. Yeah, <laughs> that are have given like have given 120 percent of themselves right. and have are realizing like, oh my gosh, I haven't I made time for myself. Who am I? Yes, who am I? I'm totally spent. I haven't done anything fun in six months. Oh my gosh, I'm working. I'm doing all these things, and right. one day they're like, I've been fighting with my husband every single day because. I'm so resentful of right. this and there's and this the and negative that. effect. Yeah. And there's there's always that fine line as a mom too that I've been noticing with friends who are moms and then myself as a mom of I'm trying to pawn my kid off too much and to have fun. 
or I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And I think I see moms who are two extremes. Yeah. The one who gets a sitter every single Saturday and you're like, really? Right. Every single week? You got to get drunk right now? You got to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the mom that's like, oh, she's a year old and I've never had, you know, I've never been out. Right. There's that's a, you know? true. You and I see both. It. I've seen both. I think the biggest thing is, and I don't have children yet, but I will say, I think that when you lose sight of yourself as a parent, that's when things start to tumble a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you said, you have to find a happy medium between I want to have fun and I want to be with my friends. But guess what? I'm a mom first. Right. You have to find that happy medium. Like you said, there you can't you can't dedicate your entire being to being a mother. Oh, yeah. Completely agreed. Do you know how often I have friends that'll say you let Jim do this with the baby? Mm-hmm. Like wake up in the middle of the night. Yes. Like that. And yes, why? I do let him and he should. He's yes. the father. Why are other parents so judgmental? Of parents. That's a good question. It's unbelievable. I feel like having a kid's not the hard part. It's dealing with the other parents. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hands down. (laughs) Things I hear from other parents just make me like, why? Right. I know. I think that everybody goes through it. When we decided to have kids, my rule was I am not going to have kids with somebody that's not as good as I am. Because I don't want to be in a situation where I feel like I couldn't leave him or I couldn't trust him. And the th- some of it is is like just hands off, do it your way, and oh, yeah. letting go of control. I think sometimes we really want to have control of a lot of things. That's yes. me, and that's a lot of pe- mm-hmm. that's a lot of women that I see, and in, in a lot of my my couples that I see, a lot of my individual women that I see, and we, you know, we want so much to be in control of things because it's kind of the expectation a little bit, right? Even though the there's like this. I don't know if it's a generational thing. I'm, I'm learning a lot about our generation in terms of some of the clients I see in that issue. And um, they tend to also be sometimes a lot more emotionally closed off. Yeah. Or the guys like begging them to talk to him about how they're feeling. And she's like, no, I'm good. Yes. I'm fine. I see that really? so yes. often. Mm-hmm. And that's, I also see, see a little bit of me. this where my friends will have a husband that they go to the bar every Tuesday for guys night or, you know, Saturday, once the kids asleep, they went out and had a beer and that's not a problem. But when mom does, it's like, well, she's out drinking tonight. Right. No, I can. Now, why is that? You know what I mean? That's when, and that's why moms, I think in some cases are afraid to go out and have a night to themselves. They don't want to leave. They don't want to leave baby. Dad can't Well, that's the thing. One parent can't be a 10 while the other one's a four. No, exactly. You can't do that. You can't. Because that is just going to kill your relationship. It's going to go the rest of your life. It's not going to change. Yeah, and and like I said, part of that is just letting go of some of that control and letting them do it their way. Right. If the kid is not going to fall down the stairs or choke to death on a penny... Then they'll be fine. They're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna have peanut butter and jelly all over their face or and whatever it is, and that's fine. Right. And right. and and that part of that is just learning about ourselves and our partner and what we can and cannot accept. But you know, so much of this is we we get in over our heads, and then all of a sudden, life is way too overwhelming. Yes. And then we've lost sight of ourselves. We have made no time to do anything fun for ourselves. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like, let's scale this right. way back. And so um, so that's we see a lot of that, too. And uh, like I said, a lot of our clients, very high-functioning, mm-hmm. struggling with yeah. purpose in life, struggling with, right. I don't know what to do. So, Do you hear this quote a lot? Because this is something I've heard from a few friends now, and it gets me every time. He'll be more involved when he or she's older and oh. can play. 
well, no, he should be more involved now. No, I actually have heard that. You've heard that too. I've heard that a few times now. I know a couple people where the husband did not get more involved until their kid got older. Yeah. Oh, I know plenty. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of weird. Well, it's again, it's like the expectation that you set. I mean, so much of like the couples therapy that we do is about, especially in premarital counseling is, have we had that conversation? Right. right. What is the expectation for our parenting roles? Because so much like you talked about, like your mom and like the shopping thing. Yeah. So much of the things that we do as adults and like how we interact with people and solve problems and whether or not we're safe to share emotions. Right. Is shaped by our upbringing. That's oh, yeah. true. Absolutely. And we bring it into our marriage and we bring it into our parenting. And so if we don't learn to have those conversations, we sort of just go into it and we're just like, this is what I'm always yes. doing. Yeah. yeah. And I completely so, think that. Yeah. And nobody's a perfect parent. No. no. Parents. No. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. I think all parents feel a little bit of guilt. Oh, yeah. Because of something they did. You know, or something they said or moments that they right. remember. No parent is perfect. I think that everybody's going to screw up their kid. And oh, what yeah. They yeah. Like, not in a horrific you can't, There way. is no such thing as a perfect parent because you right. don't know what's, what's the baseline for perfect. Right. Yeah. Is pulled them out of school to take them to spend daddy's money perfect? Probably right. not. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it was a memory that I have and it may have made me do but that you know, now. It's but... probably also a memory that you like. I love it. Hanging out with your mom. Absolutely. Close to that. I still know. do that with her as an adult. Also part of the problem. <laughs> Just <laughs> wait. Does she spend money on you? Or is it your money? Uh, no, I don't oh. let her. Well, she does sometimes. I was going to say, she does that some, would still be pretty I'm cool. 30 years old. I try to not let my mom I buy know. me things. <laughs> Audrey, I am so glad you came me in too. today. Me too. This has been great. Thank you so much for coming in. And be sure and check out ThriveWorks. What's the website? So it's thriveworks.com slash grand dash rapids dash counseling. Okay. So and you know, we'll throw that link on our website. Right, in our great. Facebook page. Yeah. We'll make sure all the info's out there so you can find it for yourself. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks so much for coming in today, Audrey. Thanks for having me. All right, now that we've walked her to the elevator, she rocked. <laughs> she was awesome. She's great. I know. I feel like I actually, you know, had a therapy session. I actually feel better. I know. I don't like <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we've been saved. <laughs> we really have. I'm not shopping ever again. <laughs> oh, yeah, my gosh. Now, now but I, I do feel better. Yeah, I got to go home and practice meditation. But... Thanks for hanging out with us today. And if you want to hit us up, make sure you look for Gray and Green Show on Facebook, iTunes. Oh, iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Like we said earlier, once we hit 25 reviews or stars or whatever they call it, we will give away a prize. We have a prize closet. It's a secret prize. Yeah, it's a secret prize because we don't know what it is yet. It's like but a prize box. If we get busted taken from the prize closet, I'll just bring something from home. Yeah. I oh, think I've got I have, plenty of cool stuff. I think I have a Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees assigned CD somewhere. Girl, <laughs> I've got a Hanson one. Do you? I got Hanson. That's kind of tight. Yeah. Oh, I've also, I've also got Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, boy. Autograph on Buffy a poster the Vampire Slayer. Wow. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> All right. And you can also find us on Twitter as well. Yes, Twitter. Gray Green Show. Gray Green Show. At Gray Green Show. <laughs> our email. Rachel.gray at cumulus.com. Jackie.green at cumulus.com. And our show email is gray, gray, gray and Green Podcast. There's no way you remembered all that. Let's You're hope you had a pen. remember all this. It's nope. fine. Just but find thanks us. Thanks for hanging out with us. And coming up on next week's episode, we are going to talk about how Jackie had her sister have her baby. Yes, it's a baby story. I'm anxious to hear Green this, show. though. I'm, I haven't heard the whole story, and I'm really anxious to hear about what you and Jimmy went through and yeah. how little Greenlee made it into this world. Little because baby G made it here safe and she's sound. she's so cute, and your sister carried her. It's an amazing story, and that's what we're going to do next Wednesday. But thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks. 
Major art theft in Boston overnight. Two thieves posing as police officers overpowered museum guards. Very dramatically said, gentlemen, this is a robbery. A part of our heritage has been stolen. This horrible thing occurred in 1990. Everything changed because of that. Someone on the inside helped the thieves. From the guys who brought you Missing Maura Murray and Crawl Space. Empty Frames will be available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts on February 6th.